Welcome to the Wealthy Woman Podcast. You're here because you're a high-achieving woman that wants it all. The success, wealth, time freedom, and genuine joy in your life. Hi, I'm Lauren, and I'm here to tell you, you can. You can have it all. But what is true wealth? It's not just money and achievements because success without happiness and fulfillment isn't success at all. Here, we're going to have conversations about creating a beautiful life alongside the success that you're striving for. If you want to create long-lasting success that's fully in alignment with the life you desire to live by working less, making more, and stepping into the version of yourself you've always wanted to be, then you're in the right place. Let's roll into today's episode. Hello, gorgeous ladies. Welcome back to the Wealthy Woman Podcast. I am so excited to have you here, Lauren Francois. How phenomenal have the last two episodes been? Monday's episode and last week, Thursday's episode. If you have not listened to those episodes, you need to go back and press play on those two. On Monday, an episode, I believe it is 128, episode 128, we talk about social media boundaries and phone boundaries and ways to create more time within your day by implementing these social media and phone boundaries. And in last Thursday's episode, which is episode 127, I have a special guest interview with Jessica Barnock. It starts off with a hilarious story about how I found Jessica and how I got her on the podcast. But we dive into all things living more slowly and intentionally and quiet and uncluttered marketing and business. And these two topics, her guest interview along with the social media and phone boundaries really go hand in hand and are in such alignment with what this podcast is all about. The wealthy woman, creating wealth in all areas of your life and really creating a business or a career that's in alignment with how you desire to live. And so I cannot wait for you to go listen to those episodes if you have not listened to them yet. If you have listened to them, please, I would love to hear what you thought of those. So head on over to Instagram or Telegram and shoot me a DM. I want to hear your breakthroughs. I want to hear your aha moments. I want to hear your feedback. So today I thought it would be fun to share with you something very tangible. I want to share two practices that I have been implementing within my life over the last couple of months that I have found to be absolutely incredible in terms of creating more joy and more magic within my days and my weeks. And the practices are called Opportunities to Delight and a Shopping List for the Universe. So what did I used to do? I would say for about a... No, not even a year and a half, probably two years. For about two years, I had a very standard morning routine. I would do the same exact thing 
every single morning. And part of that morning routine was writing down 10 specific things that I was grateful for and what I call three magnificent outcomes. And this was very, very effective for the first year or so. But then it got to a point where it was so routine that it became an unconscious behavior. And so it lost its power because I was doing it simply because that's what I always did. So there wasn't as much intention behind it. There wasn't as much purpose behind it. And I got to a point in 2022, the beginning of 2022, where I said, you know what? I don't even enjoy doing this anymore. I'm simply doing it out of habit. It's not serving the same purpose that it did before, which sometimes happens with our routines. This happens actually all the time. We just get into such a flow. We create these habits, which habits are great, but sometimes we can get to a point where the habits need to change. The routine needs to change. We need to switch things up because it has become so unconscious that we are basically like robots. We're just going through the motions. We don't even realize what we're doing anymore. We don't even realize the purpose and the feeling and the intention that used to be behind it that no longer exists there. So that's where I was. I was simply doing it because that's what I did. And one morning I asked myself, why am I doing this? I'm I'm not really even enjoying doing this anymore. It's not serving its same purpose. I feel like it's stale and I need to switch things up. And so I actually stopped doing it for quite a while, like months we're talking about, months on months on months. And I started to practice gratitude in a different way, more just in the moment. And I stopped doing the three magnificent outcomes because they had lost their luster until I got to a place where I felt like I wanted to bring it back. I was excited about bringing it back. And I did it for a little while and then it kind of fell off again. And so recently, within the last couple of months, I have started these two new practices and they have been so much fun and they have shifted my mindset completely into a place of overflow abundance and joy on a daily basis and it feels so good that I knew I needed to share it with you. So You guys know if you've listened to previous episodes that what we focus on is what we create in our reality. What we focus on is what expands. What we focus on is what we draw more of into our lives, where our focus goes, our energy flows. If you want to hear the science behind all of this, go back and listen to episode 108. I dive into exactly how this happens on multiple levels. So if me just saying to you where your focus goes, energy flows, what you focus on expands, makes you feel like way too woo-woo or sounds too woo-woo for you, go listen to that episode. It's not woo-woo. It has a very scientific basis to it. But what I often see happen is women put themselves in a constant state of lack under the guise of being realistic, and I'm doing air quotes here, being realistic or 
not getting their hopes up. Have you ever said that? Have you ever said, well, I'm just being realistic? I am not a pessimist. I'm just being realistic. Or, well, I just, I don't want to get my hopes up. So what really is going on in those two situations is you are preparing yourself for the worst so that you don't feel extreme disappointment or have to accept that something didn't work out. And when we're not allowing ourselves to fully feel into a positive outcome, the dream, the magic, and we're preparing for the opposite, we're preparing for the worst, what we're actually doing, you guys, is we are creating the very thing that we do not want. When we focus on being realistic, when we focus on not getting our hopes up, and we prepare ourselves for things not working out the way we want them to, we are focusing on lack. We are focusing on the things we desire not happening. But here's the thing, you guys. You can handle disappointment. I know you can. You are perfectly capable of feeling disappointment and moving on. You can handle failure. You are perfectly capable of handling failure and moving on. I know it's not fun to feel disappointment. I know it's not fun to feel like something failed. I have felt disappointment so many times in my entrepreneurial career. I started in entrepreneurship in 2014. So we are almost at nine years here. I have felt so much disappointment. I have failed so many times, you guys. And I'm still here. I'm still alive. I'm still joyful. I'm still excited about the future. You can handle disappointment and failure. And yet, you still don't think that you can because that's why you're doing this. You don't want to allow yourself to get so excited about something and have it not work out. And that means you don't believe that you can handle the feeling of disappointment or the feeling of failure. And so in doing this, you are actually focusing more on the thing you don't want, which is creating the thing you don't want. So it sounds so simple, but what if instead of focusing on being realistic or not getting your hopes up as a way of avoiding feeling disappointed or actually having to deal with something not working out the way you desired, what if you actually focused on what you wanted and trusted that you could handle the disappointment and the temporary failure? Because failure is not permanent. Failure is temporary. It means something didn't work out. Failure is a part of this journey. Failure is a part of life. Failure is a part of the process. I've said this so many times, but you're going to fail. If you are trying anything new, there are going to be times when you fail. If you are a growing human being, a growing, evolving human being, 
you are going to fail. So why are we trying to avoid failure and disappointment so much at the expense of the things that we actually want to create? So my first tip for you before we even dive into opportunities to delight, to delight in the shopping list from the universe is to stop being realistic. <laughs> stop being realistic and stop preparing yourself for things to not work out the way you want. I want you to be unrealistic because when you shoot for the moon, you land among the stars, right? You're going to get so much further focusing on what you desire and maybe not getting exactly what you want, but moving in that direction than you are by being realistic. I know people who live this way and let me tell you, their lives aren't that great. They are not that great. And I've always said, I don't want to be realistic. I don't want a realistic life. Like if you look around, realistic, I want nothing to do with that. I want unrealistic. I want unrealistic success, unrealistic results, unrealistic relationships, unrealistic happiness, unrealistic abundance, unrealistic overflow, unrealistic joy. Like that is what I am here for. And I know if you're listening to this podcast because it's called The Wealthy Woman, (laughs) you are here for unrealistic as well. So step one is stop being realistic. I want you to stop being realistic. I want you to stop preparing yourself for things to not go your way as a way of not feeling disappointed or not feeling failure. Okay, so this is where opportunities to delight came from. What do I do? So what I do is every morning I set an intention to open myself up to the universe to receive. To receive magic, to receive surprises, to receive incredible things. And I expect that those things are coming my way. So I enter every single day open to receive unrealistic things And I expect that the universe is going to deliver. Now one thing I don't do is I don't make demands about what those things have to be. I don't get in the way of the universe working its magic. I simply open myself up to receive. I set the intention I expect that good things are coming my way, that good things are going to happen, and then I look for them. So I pay attention. I pay attention to what is coming in. I say, universe, delight me today. Universe, delight me today. And then at the end of each week, I sit down, I open up my journal, and I create a list of all of the ways that the universe did that. I just list out every single way I can think of that the universe 
delighted me that week. And so what I'm doing is I'm anchoring in what is happening. I'm focusing on what I want more of. I want the universe to delight me even more. So I'm going to focus on all of the ways it has delighted me in the past. I'm creating evidence. If you have a defined Ajna center in your human design, which is your belief system, you have to work really hard at creating evidence for new beliefs. Which means you have to really pay attention to how new beliefs are showing up in your reality. You have to really pay attention to the evidence that is coming in to support these new beliefs. For me, I have an undefined Ajna, so that process is actually pretty easy, but I love to anchor in the way that the things I desire are showing up. I love to really pay attention to that evidence. So by creating this list, I am creating a list of evidence that the universe is working in my favor, that opportunities to delight me are always coming in, that magic is always happening. And so it makes it easier and easier and easier the longer I do this to show up and believe that the universe is going to delight me. So that is the first thing that I do, opportunities to delight. And again, what I don't do is I don't sit down and create a list and say, universe, this is how you need to delight me today. And if you don't delight me that way, then you haven't delighted me. (laughs) I simply say and set the intention of being open to receive miracles, open to receive surprises, open to receive magic. I expect that those things are going to come in And then I look for them and I anchor them in when they do. Now, the second thing that I do that has been so much fun is I have started to create a shopping list for the universe. Now, depending on what you believe in, I believe in infinite intelligence, in spirit, in the universe. You might believe in God. You might believe in something else, angels, source, whatever you call it, you can create a shopping list for that thing. I call it the shopping list for the universe. So I've started doing this on a weekly basis. And how this works is, or what this is based on, is the quantum field. Now if you go back to that episode where I talk about how our thoughts create a reality, I talk about the quantum field. In the quantum field, everything already exists. Everything that you desire already exists. So your job and my job is to simply become an energetic match for the things that we desire so they can make their way to us in our 3D reality. So you can't receive what you don't ask for. So what I've started to do is at the beginning of each week, I create a list, a shopping list for the universe of things that I would like to receive. And I make the request and then I forget about it. So I write down things that I would love to receive this week. I don't get again tangled up in 
the how. I don't get tangled up in, well, how is this coming in, going to come in? I don't even think about that. I literally write down the things that I would love to receive this week and then I close my book, I let it go, and I completely forget about it. But because everything I desire already exists, me receiving the things that I write down on that list already exists. They just haven't made their way to me yet. As soon as I become an energetic match for them, they will materialize. We're not going to dive into becoming an energetic match today because that is a multi-episode topic. But as soon as I become an energetic match, as soon as you become an energetic match, that thing comes into your reality. So I create this list at the beginning of the week in my journal. I usually do it right after I list out all the ways that the universe has delighted me the previous week. I write shopping lists for the universe that week and I write down the things that I would love to receive. Then I close my journal and I forget about it. And at the end of the week, I go back and I look at the shopping list from the universe and I look at what I received. And there has not been a single week that has gone by that I haven't received at least one of the things on that shopping list. And the craziest part about it is when I create the shopping list, I have no idea how I'm going to receive those things. Some of those things are like big things that there's no way I could figure out how I'm going to receive them. So I leave it up to the universe to bring it to me through the path of least resistance. So I want to give you guys a couple examples of what exactly has happened for me and how these things have worked so you can kind of get your juices flowing of how this can work for you. So a couple examples of how the universe has delighted me (laughs) since I've started doing this exercise. The first was my new Cadillac Escalade. So on my project board, I had written down that this year I want to purchase a new Cadillac Escalade. My current Escalade is a 2015. We bought it in 2018 and it's time for a new one. And it's so funny because I had this on my project board and I had been thinking about the fact that I really needed to get going on this. I had actually on two separate occasions already created the car I wanted on the Cadillac website and emailed it to two dealerships and I had never heard back because I wanted them to price it out for me and I never heard back and I was getting really frustrated and I had mentioned something to my husband Brady about how I had already done this twice and nobody will get back to me and apparently nobody wanted to sell me a car (laughs) and and kind of left it at that and so I was thinking like I need to get rolling on this because it takes quite a while to get a car these days especially if you're having one made for you And all of a sudden, you guys, no joke, my husband was like, apparently I ordered you a car. This was legit out of nowhere. And 
I said, what do you mean? And he goes, well, you know, like a week ago, I went online and I designed the car that I think you want. And I reached out to the dealership and I sent, like I emailed the design to a guy and he said he was going to price it up for me. And I just got an email from him today and he said they're putting the order in. <laughs> I was like, okay. So I've been thinking about the fact that I need to get on this. My husband goes and creates the car for me, reaches out to the dealership for me. And without him even knowing it, the dealership starts to move forward with it. So all I had to do was actually reach out to the guy that he had been working with, make sure that my husband built the car that I wanted, and confirm everything, and boom. All of a sudden, now my new car is in the process of being made. How crazy is that? Like, how easy was that? So that was an opportunity to delight that transpired. The second was getting upgraded to an adjoining room when I went to the Mall of America with my kids for spring break. I went with my mom or my mom met us there and I had called a week prior to get rooms at the Radisson Blue, which is attached to the Mall of America. And I, we decided we wanted two rooms. And she was like, why don't you try and get adjoining rooms? Well, when I called, the guy said, you can't get adjoining rooms. And I said, okay, that's fine. Can you just try and get us rooms that are close together? You know, one room is going to have two queen beds and then one room, just one king bed. And he was like, yep, okay, great. Got it all reserved. We drive there. We pull in. I go up to the front desk to check in. And I said, you know, I had the guy, the gentleman had noted that I would like two rooms that are as close together as possible. I had wanted adjoining rooms, but he said that that was not available. And she was like, well, if you're willing to take two rooms that both have two queen beds instead of one room that has two queen beds and one room that has a king bed, then we can get you adjoining rooms and I won't upcharge you. I'll just give it to you for the same price. And I was like, um, yes, please. Thank you. (laughs) And it was the most magnificent situation because then my kids stayed in one room and my mom and I stayed in the other room and they were adjoining. So we just left the door open between the rooms and it was so nice to be able to put them down for a nap or at night to go to bed. And then we could hang out in the other room and it was just perfect. And again, it was an opportunity to delight. And then the last example was lunch at the Rainforest Cafe. And I want to say these are not the only examples. I have lists and lists and lists, but these are the three that I just wanted to highlight here. So the first day that we were at the Mall of America, we were like, we want to go to the Rainforest Cafe for a meal. And we showed up around dinner time. And the wait was two hours. And I was like, well, that's not going to work because I have a four-year-old and a six-year-old. So, oh well. And I asked the hostess if we could get any sort of reservation for the next day. And she said, we're actually all booked out all the way through the weekend in terms of reservations. The only way you can get in is just by coming up and putting your name in. And so I thought, okay. So we went, we went and ate at Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. 
And then that night I was like, Mom, why don't we tomorrow eat lunch there? But let's just go put our name in at like 11. And so if there's an hour and a half, two hour wait, then we're eating at 1231. It's going to be perfect. And she was like, okay, let's do it. So we decided to do that. And what transpired was we walked up to the hostess stand a little after 11. I would say it was probably like 1115 with every intention of putting our name in and waiting an hour and a half to two hours. And the woman was like, we can get you in right away. (laughs) And I was like, perfect. Okay. Guys, let's go eat lunch. Yes, it was like an earlier lunch than we had anticipated, but my kids were hungry. They ate. We ate lunch. And by the time we came out around like 12, 15, 12, 30, there was like a two-hour wait. Again, the universe delighting me. So what I want to say about this is just that I have a general expectation that things are going to work out in my favor. And because I expect that things are going to work out in my favor, you guys, most of the time, things work out in my favor. I know people that are the exact opposite. They expect there to be problems. They expect things to not work out in their favor. And almost every time, there are problems and things do not work out in their favor. Your thoughts, your internal state of consciousness, create your reality. So what are you expecting to happen? This is so powerful. It sounds, and it's so simple. It doesn't sound simple. It is simple. Expect good things to happen. Are good things going to happen every single time you expect the good things to happen? No, not necessarily. But the majority of the time, good things are going to happen when you expect good things to happen. When you genuinely expect good things to happen. So examples of the shopping list (laughs) for the universe. I want a Chanel purse. This is the Wealthy Woman podcast. I can say things like that. I want a Chanel purse. It has been on my bucket list for years now. I will have a Chanel purse someday. I do not currently have a Chanel purse. However, it is very interesting to me that I wrote down on my shopping list for the universe that I wanted a Chanel purse and then we end up at the Mall of America and there's actually a Chanel boutique within Nordstrom that I had no idea was there and I was able to to peruse Chanel purses. I've never Prior to that, gone into any sort of Chanel store. I've never looked at Chanel purses before. And right after I write this down on my shopping list for the universe, I end up in a situation where I'm actually able to go look at Chanel purses. And I did end up buying myself a pair of Chanel sunglasses while we were at the Mall of America. So not the purse, but something Chanel. It's the first thing that I've ever owned that's Chanel. And the craziest thing about all of this, on top of that, is that in human design, my cognition is outer vision. So of my senses, my most heightened sense and my strongest sense is outer vision. So it's actually like seeing things in my reality. That helps me manifest what I desire. And so when you have outer vision, a great way to tap into the feelings of what you want is seeing 
them. So seeing the Chanel purses, doing window shopping, owning a pair of Chanel sunglasses, that is all outer vision. So the universe gave me an opportunity to utilize outer vision to eventually manifest this Chanel purse that I desire. So that was shopping list for the universe number one. The second one was Avery's procedure. So if you listen to my most recent life update, which is episode 125, I talk about my daughter Avery's abscess that she had on the back of her leg and how we had been dealing with this thing for six weeks and we weren't sure what it was and I was getting really, really frustrated and annoyed. So at the beginning of the week that she ended up getting put under to have this drained, that Sunday I had written down in my shopping list for the universe that I wanted answers this week. I wanted this thing to be taken care of this week. I wanted it to be drained and I wanted her to be on the way to healing so that she would be completely healed by the time we left for Disney World and we didn't have to worry about pools or anything like that. I am not kidding you. The day after I wrote that, I was able to get into an appointment with her pediatrician. The next day, I was able to get into an appointment with a general surgeon. And the next day, she had the surgery. And a week after that, she was completely healed. The universe delivered. And then the last example is recently I wrote in my shopping list for the universe that I wanted a brand new opportunity that lit me up. So as a manifesting generator, that's my type in human design, I am multi-passionate, which means I like to be working on a lot of different things at the same time. I have to be working on a lot of different things at the same time. And they all have to be things that really light me up. If I am working on something that really lights me up, I can completely lose track of time. I can work on it for hours and hours and hours. I can work a lot when I'm doing something that really lights me up. And so I had written down that I wanted a brand new opportunity that lit me up. No joke. That week was the week that I dove into human design in the course that I was in, which has completely lit me up. And from there, I decided to get my certification to read human design charts and coach in human design. So a brand new opportunity to expand my business that completely lights me up. And I had no clue that that's how that was going to show up. But again, I wasn't concerned with the how. I knew that there was a way. I knew that it was already done and I just opened myself up to receive. I opened myself up to the opportunity to be delighted. So these two things go hand in hand. In hand. Opportunities to delight and your shopping list for the universe. I want you guys to start implementing this. Like I said, I do this on a weekly basis. So I usually do it on Sunday or Monday. I'll sit down and I will recap all the ways the universe has delighted me the previous week and I'll create my shopping list for the universe for the upcoming week. 
But the biggest part about this, like the biggest trick to this is you have to focus on what you want. So you have to set the intention that you are open to receive, that you are open to be delighted, and you have to expect that that is going to happen for you. And then you pay attention to how that is happening for you to really anchor this in. So start putting this into practice, you guys, and I would love to hear what transpires. I want to hear how the universe is delighting you and I want to hear what the universe is delivering to you off of your shopping list. If my DMs and or my Telegram channel is filled with ways that the universe is delighting you guys and ways that your shopping list is materializing, oh my gosh, I am going to be the happiest person. I like, I can't even imagine opening up my phone to seeing tons of messages like that. Please make that a reality. (laughs) I'm speaking this into existence. I want to hear from you. So head on over to Instagram or Telegram. Once you start doing this, tell me how it's going for you. Tell me how things have shifted for you. And I cannot wait to hear. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. And I'll talk to you at our next episode. Bye. Okay, you wealthy woman, real quick before you go. If you found value in today's episode, please subscribe, share this with your friends, and leave me a review. Leaving a review is so simple, but I didn't know how to do it at the beginning either, so I'm going to walk you through it. All you have to do is whatever app you're listening to this podcast on, find this show, The Wealthy Woman, scroll down, you'll see stars, and with those stars, you can leave me a rating and review. I'd love you so much for taking the time to do this. In all honesty, the reviews are what help the podcast get into the hands of other women desiring to create true wealth and manifest their dream lives. Okay, I'll let you get back to your day. See you next time.